to episode seven of The Slowdown. I'm Kim Nelson, writer and creative meditation teacher, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mariam DeGroff. Um, she's an essential oil educator and integrative nutrition health coach. Hi. We're here with tips, tricks, observations, a little humour and our lively just a minute slot all entwined with engaging conversation related to well-being. Consciously taking the time to slow down in a world that dictates we should be fast. Although at the moment it's a, a long pause now, isn't it? <laughs> it definitely is the slowdown. <laughs> <laughs> so today we'll be talking about slowing down to practice two things. Gratitude and heart health because they are closely connected. As the saying goes, gratitude is good heart medicine. And so is music. Um, Mariam, did you know that your heartbeat can change depending on the music you listen to? I did not know that actually. <laughs> That's ah, good. Well, good to know. It is. And what kind of music do you listen to? Um, I, I actually love all types of music and I think part of that is from being a world traveller and being exposed to like different cultural forms of music so I do love a good soul and R&B but I, yeah. I listen to a lot of things. I'm the same. So yes, depending on the type of song, music can help energize or calm you or even provoke memories from the past, from the past, past, past. Yes, <laughs> a bit of a tongue twister there. Uh, we yeah. know that music can have a powerful impact on emotions and mood, so why not the heartbeat? Mm-hmm. So compared to silence, music tends to increase heart rate and speed up breathing. And the music you don't like tends to decrease the heart rate. So parents out there can literally say to their kids that their music is affecting their heart. Mm. Yes. But heart health is a very interesting topic, particularly when you look into Chinese medicine is the king of all organs. Mm -hmm. So this means that all the other organs would always give their energy to help the heart maintain its balance. Mm -hmm. So while physical activity impacts your heart, every one of your emotions will sooner or later impact heart function on an energetic level. Mm-hmm. And in ancient times, it was said, your heart can create heaven, your heart can create hell. Mm. So it's up to you. Which one do you want to mm-hmm. create? Quite an interesting quote. Yeah, there, and I guess, I guess it comes back to that thing, right? When people have had their quote unquote heart broken, they can feel it in their heart. And it, it's that emotion, right? It's such yeah. a strong emotion. And um, I guess also in like on the opposite end, like when you're so in love, like you feel light and 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 airy and, and, and all the feelings that go with that. And so it's, it's quite um, um, an interesting concept that emotions affect your heart yeah yeah totally and it's also the reason why exercising gratitude is such a powerful exercise in feeling positive emotions Mm -hmm. and improving overall health Um, and I can give you some examples about conjuring up images of gratitude even um, at times when you don't think it's something to be grateful Mm -hmm. for so being grateful for anxiety because it can be the warning sign that you need to bring awareness to your current situation 
and make some necessary changes mm-hmm. in your life. Absolutely. And being grateful for overcast days because it can help you slow down and provide an opportunity for thought and reflection. I'm going to remember that because we, we're predicted snow. So we'll be doing winter again. <laughs> oh, oh dear, in Canada. Um, April in Canada, yay. Oh no. Well, I'll remember. <laughs> yes. You will have to remember that. But you touched on heartbreak. So there's another one being grateful for heartbreak because it provides opportunities for growth and self examination. Mm-hmm. And the last one being grateful for your mistakes because it reveals strengths and weaknesses you need to yeah, work absolutely. on. Absolutely. I love those. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot to heart health on an emotional mm-hmm. level. But you're the expert on the nutritional level for the heart. Um, Yeah, I'd love to talk a little bit about foods for um, good heart health. Um, So I initially, I would love to segue into that by saying it's not just foods that you eat. I think you have to look at your whole lifestyle. So again, reducing stress. Um, I would say practicing some form of gratitude, meditation or or learning to find a balance in life. Um, And then when it comes to food, trying to eat foods that are are closest to their natural form, which um, are known as whole foods. And so trying to stay away from non-processed foods. And then um, I'd just love to go through a few foods that I think are are great for heart health. Um, So again we've talked in the past about leafy greens and how great they are for the body um leafy green vegetables such as spinach kale things like collard greens um are really well known for their um wealth of vitamins and minerals and also antioxidants and they're also a really great source of vitamin k which helps protect protect your arteries and promote um or I shouldn't say promote, um, should prevent blood clotting. Um, They're also high in vitamin C and E and potassium and calcium and fiber. And so they're quite the superfood when you think of of greens. So getting in your greens. Um, Berries. Berries are also um, rich in antioxidants and they help protect against oxidative stress and inflammation. Um, which can contribute to the development of heart disease. So adding berries into your diet. So things like blueberries, blackberries, um, raspberries, strawberries, things like that. They're they're really good for you. Um, Yeah, one study found that eating blueberries daily improved um, the function of the cells that line the blood vessels, um, which help to control things like blood pressure and blood clotting. So... um, so hmm, yeah so that's uh, um that's great to know and we have berries every day i don't know if you guys eat berries um a bit hard yeah, to combine them we fan. can't go out every day so i also like to get a lot of frozen berries so that we can use them in our smoothies um avocados avocados are an excellent source of heart healthy fats um and they've been linked in several studies to reduce the levels of cholesterol Um, They're rich in potassium, um, which is a nutrient that's essential to heart health. And um, one avocado is shown to supply 970 milligrams of potassium, which is around 30% of the amount that you need every day. Avocados, I love avocados too. Um, Me too. And then 
Omega-3s have been extensively studied for heart health benefits, so things like fatty fish and fish oil. Um, so for people who are plant-based, so good sources of omega-3 are things like chia seeds, Brussels sprouts, um, some form of algae, um, hemp seeds, walnuts, flax seeds, they're, they're a good source of omega-3. Um, and then fish, if you're going for the fish form, then things like salmon, mackerel, sardines, tuna, um, they're loaded with omega-3 fatty acids, which, as I said, are, have been extensively studied for their heart health benefits. Um, and then nuts and seeds. Nuts are a great source of fiber and also micronutrients like magnesium and copper. Um, again, we, I just mentioned flax seeds um, are good in omega-3s, but they also contain a lot of um, um, fiber and um, other things that I've just lost my train of thought. <laughs> a lot of fiber, <laughs> fiber that boosts your heart health. Um, and then beans are really great. They're they're great for fiber and B vitamins and minerals. And so things like pinto beans, kidney beans, um, garbanzo beans. Don't know. Do you eat a lot of beans? No. Well, not really. No. Um, we eat a lot of black beans and kidney beans, but other than that, I'm going to try to include more beans into our diet. Mm. Well, I will now after you say um, that. And then green tea is great. It's high in polyphenols and it's associated with lowering cholesterols and um, keeping healthy blood pressure, which is obviously great for heart health. And then the last one, which is my favorite, is dark chocolate. Oh, yeah, it's good for your heart health. Um, the higher the percentage of cocoa, the better. And um, that's because the fiber and protein increases with the higher percentage of cocoa. And it also then decreases the sugar. So um, try to go for at least 70%, but the higher, the better. Um, I've just sourced um, a chocolate here, which is 100% ch- chocolate. Oh, really- well, that's... Is that it's a bit, very, it's a bit a very intense, but you only need one square, and it's really, it's really oh, nice. Okay. It, it's an acquired taste. I quite like dark chocolate, so yes. for me, um, it's not too bad. But if you're a milk chocolate person, then going from milk chocolate to 100% is not going to work for you. So mm. I need 70% if you're going for dark chocolate, um, and 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 enjoy it. Have no guilt and be yeah while you're eating it. Um, so those, but um, sorry, that's interesting what you say about the chocolate, the because they're dark chocolate's quite mm-hmm. bitter, and in Chinese medicine, the heart is associated with a bitter mm-hmm. taste. So if you have a bitter taste in your mouth or craving bitter foods, then that means your heart is in need of some attention. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, mm. might stay away from the hundred percent dark chocolate though that is a bit too yeah it's really intense but as i said um like i I feel with with that kind of chocolate it really is a health thing rather than a um that i'm gonna sit here and eat the whole bar kind of thing um yeah and so i i really like melting it and then adding it to things like again strawberries or berries because then you have that Mm, that that chocolate taste and then you also have something a little bit that's um enhancing the sweetness of that chocolate and so 
um, mm. yeah, it's it is an acquired taste, but it's not bad. Yeah. Okay. So that's everything on the food. Cool. All right. Um, I'm going to move on to some exercises that are pretty good for connecting to the heart mm-hmm. space. Um, so there are um, there are lots of different prompts you can use to help with your writing, but um, three that I've picked out for today um, help to honour your feelings. Mm-hmm. So um, three questions you could ask yourself every morning is what encourages your positive energy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the areas that you ask yourself also the areas of life where I'm not experiencing the feelings I want to. And then you write down what they are. Um, another question is if I was going to add something that brought more meaning, joy and enthusiasm into my life, what would I add? Mm-hmm. So that's quite an interesting question to Those are awesome. squeeze into. Have you been team. practicing these lately? And would you mind giving an example of um, what kinds of things you might add in during this time where maybe we can't um, have access to things like going out or physical connection? Well, one thing that I've been trying to do um, is smile more because um, we've kind of we kind of forget to smile during this this moment, and smiling stimulates the heart yeah. and brings a sense of internal peace. And I I do this thing in in the morning in the mirror. I smile yeah. at myself, and sometimes it can be a bit of a fake <laughs> smile. But once I sort of get into it and I start laughing yeah. at myself. Smiling is um, is a good thing to do, and I'll get my children to also do the smiling, pretend smile, and then turn it into a heartfelt yeah. one because they end up yeah. laughing as well. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, it's a really nice to bring attention I think a lot to yourself. Day to day routine frown a lot when they're concentrating or when they're yes. undertaking a task, and and often my kids are like, "Mama, what's wrong?" I'm like, "Nothing," and they're like, "Why are you frowning?" Oh, I'm just concentrating. <laughs> um, but that's really good. Yes. It's a good um, technique to do. I'm going to try that. I don't smile in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I've been trying to open my chest mm. more um, to help with the heart mm-hmm. area. And I do a lot of clasping my hands behind mm-hmm. me because that opens the chest. And I've been doing that while I'm walking. When I take my half an hour mm-hmm. walk um, through the park, I clasp my hands behind mm-hmm. me. And um, it just opens the chest. It just helps to breathe mm-hmm. better as well. I've been going out of my front door and just standing well so we have a side door it's at the side of the house and just standing there and closing my eyes and kind of like looking up to the sky <laughs> I don't know if anyone's That's I don't nice. know if anyone spotted me yet but I think I just I, it makes me feel very like free and open and really I nice. think when in times like this when you can feel maybe trapped and enclosed it's a good way to feel like that openness um so maybe yeah if you're feeling a little bit enclosed maybe try standing outside your front door or your back garden back door and, and, and open yeah. a window yeah i like that i also find that um when i go to bed i just let my mind wander mm-hmm. for a bit and um, i just drop 
everything that's happened in that day, any stress or anxiety, and I replace it with an image that's peaceful mm-hmm. to me. So this week I would have been um, in a, my hometown in England, um, a peaceful fishing village uh, with the beach. I would have been at the beach. So that's what I often imagine being at the beach and just let my mind focus on that image. And that gives me a smile as well. Mm. So, uh, yes, I'm focusing on things that help me to smile. But also um, breathing, a lot of deep breathing this Mm -hmm. week. It really does help. And touching the heart area while I'm breathing. Mm. Yeah, a lot of times I apply essential oils on the heart area and I don't know whether whether that's a scientifically proven thing of, of, of working better, but I feel more at peace whenever I do that. I think because you're focusing on the heart area and um, sometimes I draw, I like it with my finger, I draw a heart shape mm-hmm. around my heart because it makes me focus <laughs> on the, the breathing. Yeah. Um, I've also got this, um, it's called a Hoberman sphere or breathing mm-hmm. ball, which I use when I'm teaching children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm finding that I'm using it a lot, actually. It's a great tool for calming and connecting to the breath because it's a ball that expands oh, yeah. while you breathe. Yeah, it's the one that expands and contracts. It's really nice. Yes, yes, that's really yeah, nice. Yeah, I like that. Um, creatively, um, writing from the heart, writing, writing things like what's special in your life and actually draw an actual heart and then write all the things that fill your heart. So the people, the places, the memories, mm-hmm. what's important to mm-hmm. you and to just draw shapes inside the heart and use different colours. That's kind of a nice thing to do. In fact, anyone can mm. do that. Um, and then uh, there's the I am exercise, which I really like. And that's something that I teach a lot. Um, I will never forget one class I taught with um, five-year-olds. And we were doing the I am exercises, which focuses on building confidence and self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So we were all walking around the room saying things like, I am strong, I am powerful, I am amazing. I mean, this game can go mm-hmm. on for ages because the kids, they just love, you know, basically to blow their mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And then we were doing this for such a long time. And I was thinking, oh, God, when is this going to end? <laughs> And then finally we finished and this one little girl put both her hands on her heart and she said really quietly, I am loved. <laughs> it's, yeah, it was such a powerful moment. I, I just, I was kind of, I caught mm-hmm. my breath because it was really quite profound. Mm. Um, you know, this five-year-old actually felt loved. I thought it was so lovely. Uh, that was brilliant. Yeah. Yes. Um, so there's a few sort of uh, heart exercises we can yeah, do. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yes. Are you going to talk about some central yes. oils for the heart? My favourite, peppermint. <laughs> so oh, yes. Peppermint emotionally is known as the oil of the buoyant heart. Um, it brings joy and buoyancy to the heart and soul. Um, it invigorates the body, mind and spirit and it reminds individuals that life can be happy and that they don't have to be controlled by fear. So something that I think is uh, very needed right now. Um, yes. It lifts an individual out of their emotional trials for a short reprieve. I don't know if any if anyone's ever smelt peppermint essential oil, you'll know that it's that immediate hit of 
of openness, like opening all the senses. Um, so um, the power of peppermint can be felt most in times of discouragement or despair. So also particularly appropriate for now. Um, so when yes. when individuals are disheartened, they may use peppermint to rediscover the joy of being alive. Um, yeah, oh. and it's it's to the positive properties that you're wanting to call in are things like buoyancy, optimism, feeling relieved, um, strength to face your emotional um, pain, trauma, feelings, um, and trying to overcome things like despair, being heavy-hearted, a little bit pessimistic. Um, and so I really love combining peppermint and wild orange, you know that from from our past um, yes. uh, workshops. I think the combination is just amazing and so powerful because you have this peppermint that opens up all the airways and all the senses and it's also very cooling. And then you have the citrus, which we've talked about um, in the last couple of episodes about citrus oils um, affecting the mood and um, wild orange is also great for um, like creative blocks as well. So ha- combining the two, I feel, is such a powerful combination. And then you have mm. this immediate like um, one-two punch. <laughs> um, and so times of feeling a bit slumpy or if your mood is down or if you're feeling um, feelings that you can't really can't really name I think it's a great way to kind of get out of your mind and more into your heart space and when you can leave the emotions from your head and go into your heart I think um, it's a great way to open up and and try to figure out what's going on with you so peppermint is the oil that I wanted to talk about definitely Um, definitely I think you you use peppermint quite a lot too oh it uh, by far it's the most popular essential oil that I bring to my workshops and mm-hmm. retreats followed by yeah. orange um, some people they mix it together mm-hmm. or, um, I've added it both to chocolate yeah. actually orange and yeah. I've added it to chocolate before. yeah, yeah so cool. peppermint essential oil on hand give it a try you can smell it from the bottle you can add a drop to your hand and then inhale it you can add a little bit to a cotton ball and leave it around the house if you don't have a diffuser um, make life easy, don't make it hard. Um, you know, I would say avoid peppermint on your fingertips because you don't want to rub your eyes um, or go to the bathroom. I've done yeah, that. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. And if you do yeah. ever get um, an essential oil into your eyes, then water and oil don't mix, so don't try to wash it out. <laughs> uh, use, an, um, use a carrier oil to try to... Um, take away the the heat and the intensity from from that cool okay um so that's the essential oil we all need to have in the house (laughs) yes okay so i'm going to move on to the woman interview um i interviewed a lady called odney edwards she's an award-winning icelandic chef and expert Mm -hmm. orager she has this vast knowledge on what's edible from nature and how to minimize Mm -hmm. waste and she recently launched her business called oscar house which focuses on innovative tree-based products including coffee with ingredients from the ash tree Mm. 
So I am just going to play you her one minute interview. Yeah, I've decided to turn slow down a little bit on its head. I'm a nature kid and I like going out. Obviously, we can't do that. So now I am using things to do to slow down the chatter, such as growing my own veg from the veg that's already in the fridge using the seed. I'm making things again out of the tins that I'm using, uh, such as outdoor candle holders with tea lights. I've also started listening to more positive audiobooks, um, which will teach you how to be in these times. Uh, something else is I'm learning how to recycle furniture or build furniture. And I didn't expect this to calm me, but I'm watching the progress of how a favorite plant is actually going from a flower to a leaf to a berry or a berry. And I'm really finding that slowing my mind down. And that was our one minute interview. Quite a lot going on there. She's busy. Yes, she's busy, lady. <laughs> um, no, I really love that because, like, right now we're in this time where um, we might have to be more sustainable with the way that we, with the things that we use, and and so repurposing things and recycling things and growing, um, like veggies from the veggies that you have is is such an amazing tool yes. to have. And I think if we can, if we have kids in the house to teach them that. Um, it's a great way for for them to maybe change small things in the for the future. Um, Definitely love that. I love that. Yeah, but she has a lot of tips. <laughs> She did. I'm definitely going to do the, the what I've got in the kitchen, in the fridge. I'm going to start planting some things, I think. And some things are really easy, yes. like spring onions. If you just put them in a glass of water with the roots still in, they just keep growing. And so you don't have to keep going out and buying them. And you can just keep using the green ends. And um, as long as you keep the small bulb part in the water, you've, you have something that's going to keep reproducing. And I think that's... Uh, yeah. things that can do that so we just need to start looking um looking things up a bit and doing a little bit of research and 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 we don't have to think yeah. hard it can be easy definitely definitely I love that okay all right i'm going to move on to a meditation for the heart amazing to close off our uh, podcast thank you so begin by getting comfortable And just for this moment, let go of your thoughts and the outside world. Breathe gently and sense your breath flowing into your heart. Your heart region is your point of awareness where feelings enter. It is the source of wisdom, higher intelligence and intuition. So place your hand over your heart remind you to bring loving attention to your experience. Feel the gentle pressure and warmth of your hand. Find your breath in the heart region and then start to make small circles with your hand on your chest and with each breath in imagine the colour green entering through your heart. Continue breathing with each in-breath Breathing in the color green, the color of the heart chakra. The energy center that deals with love and relationships 
represents an individual's happiness and feelings of compassion. The heart helps to help maintain your mental, physical and spiritual balance. So let the colour green fill up your entire body with each breath out. Release negative thoughts and negative self-talk that you are aware of. Continue this process until you feel yourself filled with love and compassion for yourself and sit with this feeling. Our authenticity starts in the heart and living an authentic life means committing ourselves to continual learning about ourselves, confronting fears, discovering our triggers and clearing out old emotional baggage. Now rub your hands together Keeping your eyes closed and think about someone you love. Just keep rubbing those hands together. Next, pull your hands a few inches apart and feel the energy of love and compassion between your hands. You may feel a slight pull from your own energy between your two hands. Stay here for a moment and just notice how your hands feel. Now place your hands gently on your cheeks as you would do for someone you loved very much. Stroke your hair, gently stroke your arms, cross your arms and give yourself a gentle squeeze. Gently direct love and kindness to any uncomfortable parts of your body by simply placing your hand on that place. Now take a moment here and feel how your breath goes in and out. And as it does, direct your attention to your heart and ask your heart the following questions. What is blocking me from having what I want in my life? What makes my heart sing and bring me joy? What direction do I feel drawn to? Now continue to breathe in and out with this green light in and all around you for several breaths. Feel your self-love increase. Feel your love for others increase and your appreciation for all that is good infuse you with more energy. Feeling this green light still around you, repeat each of the following affirmations silently to yourself after I've spoken. I am connected to others and to the earth. I give love and receive love. My heart is open. I feel grateful. I see beauty in all people and all around me. I am compassionate. I feel profound joy in my life.
I accept myself just as I am. I am surrounded by love. Just dwell on those affirmations for a moment. Feeling calmness sweep over you, resolving to embrace this feeling for the rest of the day, no matter what the day brings. And as you make this promise to yourself, I will leave you with one final thought. It is only with the heart that one can see what is invisible to the eye. So when your heart speaks, take good notes. And there ends our meditation for today. Thank you. <laughs> I always look forward to our my weekly <laughs> meditation with you. Um, and that's thank you from me. And from me. And we'll see you next time.